North America's largest book show, Book Expo America, wound down today at the Javits Center. Over the course of the week, the makers of several e-readers unveiled their latest tablets. WNYC's Ilya Meritz reports that people in the world of books are increasingly convinced that the future of reading will be digital. Harlequin is a publisher of romance novels, books with titles like Her Desert Prince and High Stakes Seduction. Worldwide, four Harlequin books are purchased every second. But increasingly, Harlequin fans are ditching the pulp and downloading stories on e-readers. Harlequin CEO Donna Hayes. They read a lot, they buy a lot, and they really don't want to have to wait to get that next book. 12% of Harlequin readers now get their shivers and thrills on devices like Amazon's Kindle. Hayes says the number of digital downloaders is more than doubling every year. This week, two retailers, Barnes & Noble, which makes the Nook, and Toronto-based Kobo, introduced touchscreen devices, which they say make it even easier to download and read books. And prices are sinking. But the competition isn't just in e-readers, it's in e-bookstores. Google launched one last December. Google's Jeannie Hornung shows how it works. So you buy now, and then it will be saved into your Google eBooks library in the cloud. Translation, you can read the book without using precious computer memory to actually store it. Another company with an e-book store, Apple, was at the expo for the first time this year, though they kept a low profile. With so much happening so fast, publishers are trying hard to anticipate trends. But one person who's paid to advise them says it's too soon to abandon print. Michael Norris is with Simba Information. Print books are always going to be reliable, they're always going to be available, and you can throw them across the room if you don't like the ending. Something you'd regret very much if you did it to your tablet e-reader. For WNYC, I'm Ilya Meritz. With us now to discuss the changing business of books is Jim Milliot, co-editorial director of Publishers Weekly. Hi, Jim. Hi, how are you? I'm great, thanks. As we heard in Ilya's story, there's a lot of competition in e-readers. What do you make of the devices that were introduced this week? Well, I think, as was pointed out, uh, the the takeaway is really that uh, device manufacturers are aiming to make the devices easier for users to read on and that the prices are coming down. Uh, That is a clear message that we've seen this week. There's another area with stiff competition, and that's e-bookstores, the actual place where you purchase the book. Where's the money, in e-readers or e-bookstores? Long term, you're going to see it in e-bookstores. Right now, with the devices selling at a pretty rapid clip, that that's generating revenue, but over the long term, uh, content is where it's going to the money's going to be made. And why is that? Well, you're just going to have more people buying more books. Uh, that's what you're trying to capture right now. Uh, you know, Amazon a year or two ago was discounting um, eBooks at nine ninety nine, uh, selling it as lost leaders as an attempt to uh, gain as much market share as it could, um, you know, with the belief that over the long term, greater the market share will lead to more profits as as more people turn to e-books. And I would imagine, too, that um, you you can only saturate the market so, so much in terms of having a device, but the demand for something to read is unlimited. Absolutely. Uh, recent studies have shown that the e-book buyers are actually buying more books overall. That includes print and e-book. And uh, another study has, has pointed out that people who use shop on Amazon after they buy a Kindle actually almost triple the amount of books they buy 
at Amazon, both online and um, uh, through uh, the Kindle. Oh, boy, another reason for me to to not buy that Kindle yet. I've been holding back. <laughs> Barnes & Noble is in a really unusual position right now, I understand. Its Nook is increasingly successful, and it introduced a new version this week. It's also considering a takeover bid from Liberty Media. Liberty owns QVC, the Stars Channel, and the Atlanta Braves. Why is Liberty attracted to B&N? Well, what they see is uh, a chance to sell their content through the Nook. Uh, Liberty's head, John Malone, has, has said that um, you know he thinks that Nook has done a great job of um, capturing uh, market share in the year or so that it's been out, and I think it's right on that score. The numbers that of the Nook have gone up pretty dramatically in a short period of time. Plus, uh, Barnes & Noble has done a good job of leveraging um, it's bookstores in, in helping it to sell the nook. Jim Milliot, co-editorial director of Publishers Weekly, thanks for joining us on the 411. My pleasure. Get the 411 as a podcast. Go to WNYC.org. This is WNYC.